Uh, so yeah, so another angry Asian people show, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, not me, other people. Uh, for February seventh, two thousand twenty-four. How's it going? How goes it? Well, we're 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 ending the lunar twenty twenty-three very soon, and then the oh my god, the year of the tiger, the official year of the tiger is starting this Saturday, the tenth. So uh, happy happy uh, Dragon Year, y'all. I know there are a lot of babies popping this year. Um, cause I don't know, not all are following the lunar calendar, lunar zodiac and all that, but anyways, so I'm a dragon baby and this is an exciting year, so, but many of us are, so, the hey, and then uh, I already got a Starbucks merch for the year of the dragon, but regardless, um, I hope enjoy- you enjoyed the last week's the long-winded episode I had last week, uh, I, I haven't done that in a while, uh, quick post-mortem on that, I'm, you know, hey, I, I, some people are like, keep, I, I cannot stop making any shit references without Vince involved, Vince McMahon involved anymore because, and then I was like, why did that affect me so much? I gotta say, name me another alleged serial shitter. Name me one. Thank you. That is it. <laughs> so, as long as alleged abuses of Vince McMahon has gone on, that's as. That's the minimum amount of time I'm going to reference shit and that man who has not only literally, allegedly, shit on women and other things. You heard Vince's far chart stories. But also uh, in the industry and his own paying audiences because that is the fucked up abuse of power this man presents. And I will not let that go. And I can do that as long as I'm alive and I'm free to do so. Anyways, and then um some, and then I had after I recorded that I had some weird thought about the geez, the previous record uh, the episodes I had about life lessons from Vince McMahon and all that, which were more facetious is again like I said, but I think I pick a couple quotes in there um which uh more life lessons from Vince McMahon, which was uh. Which was, uh, hey, sometimes you gotta eat shit and learn to like it in this, you know, in the business of professional wrestling. And I go, did he really eat that? And another quote he had is, sometimes you gotta make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Did he really make a salad like that? Like, literally? It made me pause. Probably not, but anything can go with this crazy man called Vincent Kennedy McMahon and his crazy kinks and the ilks and irks. Uh, who does not allow sneezing, and then he just, whatever. This is a very controlling man to the next level. Uh, and th- this guy's crazy amount of story is just, you know, I, I, anyways. More to come at this point, because, you know, Janelle Grant's lawsuit is ongoing. There are other victims that are out there. Like I mentioned, $7.4 million, another settlement. That was way back in the day, so counting for inf- that was in the 90s apparently so counting for inflation and today's dollars that's more like 11 million dollars of settlement and i just go what the fuck happened anyways i'm sure we'll more hear more of it and this is not the last of it main thing i want to talk about it's not go- gonna go an hour like i did last week is the i finally caught up on the netflix tv show tv you want to call it netflix show beef starring steven yoon and ali wong Ali Larder and uh, all these people. Uh, I know uh, Ali Wong just won the, uh, what was it, the Golden Globes she won? Emmy she won? You know, for the best actress in the comedy series or a drama, probably. Uh, 
I gotta say, you know, it got a lot of praises, so I look forward to watching it. And then I watched the series in over like a two, three week period, because you know there are a lot of fucking Netflix shows out there. And then I just go, I cannot watch everything all at once like I used to. I'm very tired, and I didn't even realize this was out since like April sixth last year. But I just go whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this show got like such praises and you know critical acclaim. I was just like, okay, um, you know, let's let's see how this is. And then uh, I must say, I did not enjoy it as much as many people did. Um, <laughs> I, in fact, I thought it was way overdone, too long. It it should have been a movie. At the longest, probably was seven to eight episodes, maybe six short series i thought 10 episodes were too long and some of the themes and topics that this thing discovered and i, I watched a few i i wanted to see if i was like not in the right mood of watching it or i'm, I'm just not reading the up uh, watching the show right but there are a lot of people talking about uh you know oh it's a representation of rage and anger and looking at it differently the trigger points the emotions of it cinematography is amazing and it is and it is and a lot of the production is great i think steven yoon's acting is unbelievable ali wong's acting i thought it was pretty good but at the same time i just go look i just i feel like i just saw her movie always what was it always be my maybe with the uh, fucking Randall park and then ken reeves just shows up oh spoiler alert and i feel like i just saw that movie like a year ago and then no that movie came out like four years ago so her character showed up, like, not quite the same, but kind of a same-ish. But anyways, I just I just felt like, uh, I don't know, man. I just go, uh, okay. So, I mean, she did great for the character and the role she was given. But I, I've also felt like a lot of character development was, it, it wasn't great. I gotta be honest. And then maybe, and then David Choi, you know, so Choi is showing up as a... Isaac in this show it was interesting um but also I I felt like you know I I don't know what how much is there to act for him (laughs) so you know I I I thought it was too long it should have been a movie and then I I could I thought it could have been a little more coherent many people are going gaga over oh uh number one few things because maybe maybe I'm being an Asian parent here so I'm a little more strict but at the same time I just go I want to be entertained and there's a lot of there's a common theme here in the entertainment industry and i think like who was bill maher was bitching about this last week about oh you know what the young kids like on spotify sad music like billy eilish demi lovato and all those people and i go yeah there's a bit of a i think there's some psychological you know uh, truth to it where more people feel younger people especially feeling lonely left out always behind that kind of anxiety more anxious blah 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 loneliness you know all you can say and then everybody's just online constantly so i i feel like this kind of falls in that category like wow this resonates i don't really feel resonated with this series whether it's representing you know asian rage or like on you know you know the unreachable expectations are put on asian people blah 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 i'm glad that like the vulnerability of us as you know, the yellow people um, has been portrayed, but I, I thought it was way too extreme 
to dig deep into that in the I guess in the eyes of the creator Lee Sung Jin who's talked about like hey I went through this and that you know some of the scenes were like inspired from real life stories and stuff he saw which is quite fascinating um, but I, I wherever I look and I look for that okay am I I'm not all of them are fucking losers this is like the same feeling I had watching uh, what's that fucking show on HBO Succession I just go, I don't like any of these people. People were picking like fucking Roman and then like Kendall and then Siv. And I just go, no, all the kids are fucking stupid. I think the creators and them know this too. Because like none of them are cheerable characters. And I ended up being Team Tom. And then, spoiler alert, Tom won, if you want to call it a winning, at the end of this. Keeping his job. Being a front face CEO. And then I go, Tom deserves better for taking so much shit from the family who are entitled and fucking privileged. <clears throat> this show, every everywhere it turns to explore a certain topic about rage and anger, anxiety, and desperation, I, I felt just unsatisfied because some of these are way too, you know, way too fucking stupid to believe in it. Or like way too fucking out of reach. I couldn't suspend my disbelief, you know. And then I just like I I couldn't I couldn't just get into it. Every, like for example, when they ended up when the things escalated, so the whole show stems from a simple road rage escalating, just putting revenge on each other. But basically, you know, both Steve Yoon's character, Danny and Ali Wong, Amy Lau, they're just both putting frustrations of their lives onto the other person who cut them off in a road rage. Now, that's a very good premise to start. But way things are escalated did not make sense to me. And I just go like, how are others so fucking stupid to just go along with this? No matter how privileged and they are. And I just go like, I this is not a representation of suppressed or repressed anger. This is just a bunch of fucking lunatics. <laughs> and I just go, I don't I don't know where this is going. Like, is one of them going to kill each other? They're both going to kill each other. And then the ending of it, which was just like, Amy Lau is embracing Danny in his hospital bed. I just go, this is fucking stupid. And then some people with that, you know, that I guess the ending was controversial between who are fans of this show but I just go like I don't want to come back and watch this like there's nowhere to go from here like it, it would have been nicer for in the examples of like falling down with uh, Michael Douglas or something where the man who has the rage and anger and home issues never taken care of taking us through the journey and he just like that rage is sipping out through his walk through whatever to get to the Venice Beach that to me was a very interesting storytelling and in also in between moments um where they're investigating michael douglas's character is like where his sudden rage is just coming from that was built up over the years it was very comprehensible and comprehensible um but i i felt like there are moments where it tries to dive into whether danny or amy's character the origin of their anxiety and hidden anger and frustration you know I I felt like it just didn't go in for example like Ali Wong 
and her character was a kleptomaniac and maybe i missed a few things here and there but i just go what the hell does that have to do with her anxiety of like whatever she's achieving right now as a seemingly successful small business owner who is about to cash out and move on with her life and also a lot of uh, how she end up meeting this artist dude who's a fucking mama's boy who can't do shit you know and then i just go like why they have a kid but they go oh that's how the life is that's how the life has been built by been expected of from their parents and others and i go okay but i i felt like that background building of amy's character to be honest was fucking lacking and then yes there are moments when she's in, in the sessions the couples therapy or just with the therapist by herself spilling her beans she's just putting on mask and mask and mask and then she just looks at that like another assignment she needs to complete and that was very interesting but i i never felt empathy towards that suppressed rage maybe some other people did but i just didn't i just go i can't resonate with that danny on the other hand more korean background struggling contractor that's a fucking understatement because this guy's a fucking loser and i i don't mind seeing a loser asian character showing up on the screen because there are you know some of those people if you want to call it you know struggling financially struggling professionally don't know where you know what a goes to the b kind of thing and then his brother just follows along <laughs> but also very unmotivated but i i just go like okay if you want to deep dive into where you know i think it explored a little bit like oh you gotta steven is kind of going confucius on his younger brother paul uh young mazino's character is just like oh you gotta respect the elder you gotta continue this thing i think those are like pretty stereotypical line that you hear especially like from Korean families but some of the other things like his background and his insecurity and just like uh what is it just sabotaging paul's life like there's a significant moment in episode eight or nine where hey he didn't he just like fucking didn't send paul's college applications and paul didn't get into any colleges i mean and then that allegedly happened in 2008 in the storyline timeline and i just go no one paul like paul as a brother is so unmotivated that he didn't bother to check the read receipt on this thing and then parents wouldn't question this and what kind of psycho is danny that like he would just sabotage the brother like that although he kind of explains like i just wanted this to be at the same level I'm like what kind of fuckery is that and i just go like I, I i i can't i just like like i also saw a similar sort of loser-ish character who didn't really move on with life and all that from the always be my baby and then i just go like why 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 does this why does an Asian man have to be <laughs> demonstrated this way? Solid acting by Steve Yoon. I was just amazed. At the same time, I just go, what the fuck, man? I was like, I, I don't want to cheer for this guy. And then he's volunteering for church. And church people like Edwin was jealous, apparently, at Danny. Because, uh, you know, and then I just go, this the sidebar of the story. is like, oh, my God. Like, you could have explored a little bit if there was a time for, like, between Danny and Edwin's uh, wife you know, ex-girlfriend of Danny's, you know, who was Veronica, his character a little bit, and then show where that insecurity came from. Instead, it went to weird sidebar, like, in the later parts of the season, where, like, fucking Danny's looking up on AMWF porn on Pornhub, and then there was a little an- anecdote about he was trying to ask a white girl out, 
and then until he got made fun of, and then you know it was a setup, blah blah blah. And I just go like, what the fuck did that have to do with this like hidden rage? And then I go, I I get it. You're trying to demonstrate that these are the kind of like suppressed anger, clinch fist anger, as John Cho put it, that Asian men go through in a North American society. You know, it's true. Where I just go like, how does that lead to a road rage that kept escalating to an un realistic level to a point where at in the very last episode ali larder's character uh fucking why did i call her ali larder the mario bello excuse me jordan forrester her body got fucking cut off by a panic room and i just go some of the escalation of violence and gore and some of the sudden character changes such as uh jordan foster's forrester's uh, now new wife girlfriend you know, I just go like, yo, I just, I just, it's Naomi, Ashley Park, I think. I just go, this doesn't make sense. I, it just doesn't make sense. I just don't care. I just don't care. This is like, like, it just jumped. I felt like this jumped so much that it just, it, it, it made me not enjoy it and then not want to see the rest of it. And I, I felt, the, I don't understand what they were trying to stretch out to 10 episodes to end this explore and everyone go this is a very beautiful uh display of anger age you know asian people representation blah 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 but i i thought it was i thought i thought it was unnecessary i felt like this is one of those shows that were non-asian people enjoy because is this a representation i just go i thought i would see i go in somewhat exploring that danny cho's character is a very interesting path also, including the Nepo baby, like George's character, uh, George Nakai, the artist's son. Because he's a fucking loser, too. A fucking man boy right there. But I just go like, I, I, I wish I would have seen more comprehensive, like, a little more succinct, simpler, you know, character development. And also, a uh, little more conclusive conclusion i will say rather than satisfactory um to this i thought the series was a drag i think the series had good moments but i also thought i think the creators are just hot spotting some of these things just showing you by shock value but then the excuse of it is take it back and say these are the little microaggression moments that asian people go through you just don't realize and i just go I guess so, but then I personally felt like I could have you said you could have said it louder. I think that's where my disappointment is in this thing. And people say this is a black comedy, comedy drama, all that shit. I just go like I don't know. I didn't laugh too much in this thing. I just watch it and I go, what the fuck, man? And in some extent, I felt like they 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 tried too hard. <laughs> it felt like bit of an english parody of uh, parasite it felt like a little bit of parody for all the old boy that kind of thing to put that expectation that hey, asian people can tell the story through violence and blood and gore which i guess i get it with all the squid games and all that come out oh cream I, like i don't want this to be going like oh like korean based characters and korean based shows are like they're more open to showing guttural effects of human side of it. I mean, true, but it's meant to be a... I think it's meant to be a device to explain some of the anger, suppression some of us go through. But instead, 
I felt like the show in some of these violent spots is like fucking having gunfights and shit at the end. I just go like, where did that come from? And I just, I, I didn't feel like that was warranted. I don't think it built up to do that. And a lot of weird decision making that Danny's character and Amy were making were to a point where I just go, I, I can't follow this. Because I just go like, this is not something, oh shit, she's going to do this because Danny did this. Like the one-upmanship. I just didn't feel it. I just didn't. And I don't understand the whole praise for this show. I really don't. It, it, it was too long. It was unnecessary. It felt like I'm watching some of the wrestling matches. They're just pulling hot spots. And I just go, then what? I, I feel like an old person just yelling. But I just go like, then what? Then what? All right, all right. You did the triple, you did the triple flip. You did the 720 you know, belly flop. Then what? But why did you do that if you weren't going to build it to the next thing other than just because I did the 720, I'll do the 960. Okay. Then what? I did it. I, I just felt it was a little choppy. And I, I'm not just saying it's overrated or anything. I felt like it was missing that connective tissue that makes a great show um, and also be able to communicate some of these untapped issues that i was looking forward to seeing so i'm disappointed and also highly going eh on it anyways i don't know if there's gonna be a season two but i it just ended weird and then i just go i don't know man great acting great cinematography uh great start but <laughs> at the end i just go eh so anyways, what do you think? Am I too much of a grouch here? Am I going too old? Because now I'm going through my third Dragon Year birthday. So I'm just becoming an old man at this point. The next Dragon Year, I'll, I'll be probably be more grouchier at that point when I turn 48. <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening. Email me at aa-show.com. Email me at aa-show.com. Thank you. Subscribe on whatever platform you use. And then uh, please review a five-star review. Even if you didn't like it, still leave a five-star review and talk shit. Have a great rest of the week. Happy Chinese Lunar Dragon New Year, and then we'll see you next week. Found the Valentine's Day. Peace out.